0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by T-Mobile. At T-Mobile for business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently, so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan, so you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for business. Open Signal awards T-Mobile as America's fastest 5G network. 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. On to Tyson Tate.
1: On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the NBA season is sort of here. I don't know. It's the uh, th- th- does the NBA season ever really start, or does it <laughs> ever really end? Nobody really it knows. Never the point ends. is, yeah. The point is, NBA media days have started, so the the talk about the NBA has really ramped up, and that's mm. what matters most. Tate, NBA media days are here, and. We're getting a handful of stuff. Most of it is like the unvaccinated people are
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what the big exploited. news is today. Yeah. yeah. Who who could actually play home games this year? Uh it's so bizarre, dude. It's like it's like a mixture of like like all, all, all the
1: content in NBA media day is supposed to be just like cheeky and fun and stupid and like yeah, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm Kate Cunningham and I'm wearing a stupid hat. How funny is this? Then yeah. he takes a
0: picture. Top five and favorite <laughs> movies, like those types of things. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so that stuff's still happening. I'm still like, I'm still getting the picture of Luca Garza in a Pistons uniform where I'm like, that looks weird. He's not in an Iowa uniform. Oh, yeah, that's right. Luca Garza is, might be in yeah. the NBA now. Like, this is <laughs> cool. Whatever. Um, but then it flashes over to like Bradley Beal said this about the COVID nineteen. So yeah, like, yeah,
0: you're like wow, rough pivot. Tough <laughs> pivot. <back> the, <laughs> yeah, give me give me the give hats. More, yeah, give me more hats and
1: Garza pictures. And <laughs> I like, need pageantry. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I I don't just, need real. I don't need I, real life talk. I need you to ask Jalen Green if Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. That's yes. what I want out of my NBA media days. One hundred percent. And Duncan Robinson, ask him about like JJ retiring and what yeah. this means for the podcast. Or, or Jimmy Neutron,
0: you know, either Jimmy, Yeah,
1: that, that's what we want out of media days, not the other stuff. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about media stuff a little bit. Uh, also, speaking of uh, uh, basketball players on podcasts, this this Minnesota situation is what well. mm. we, we are monitoring this situation at the University of Minnesota. Not really at the University of Minnesota any, <laughs> anymore. Um, Jalen Suggs was doing the uh, road trip podcast, was it? And yes, said, road tripping road tripping and said yeah meet to Minnesota was a done deal or whatever, whatever terminology yeah. he, he used. He basically said
0: I wanted to play in Minnesota but they yeah. did not re- it was the Mike Conley Indiana story all yes. over again. Yes,
1: and Richard Petino fumbled it, dropped the dropped the ball, fumbled the bag, however yeah. you want to, however you want to call it. Um, and then McKinley Wright and Tyrell Terry both tried. were like same.
0: same. Yeah, two <laughs> two two like NBA level players that played the Pac-12. Both said yes. We would have loved to have done that as well. So uh, we, not we good for the not good for the Pitinos.
1: We definitely got to talk about that a little bit. Also, maybe some NFL Week Three thoughts. Maybe some Ryder Cup thoughts. Um, uh,
0: Titus, I, I watched every. I, I feel like I watched every minute of the Ryder Cup. I, oh, I told you. Really? this off here. I was sick this weekend. I didn't do anything. All I did was watch golf. And I've never felt more American as I sat at home uh, and, and pulled on the U.S. and and felt like an air of superiority finally in golf. We don't get this often. You know, if, you, if you've watched the Ryder Cups over my lifetime, we, we don't, you know, Justin Leonard's putt, putt in 2002 or whatever, yeah. 1999. I think it was 1999. That's how far you know away it was. So uh, it was the first time I felt back in the golf world. So we can talk about that a little right. bit, too. It was I'm good. And, to it. And, and we talked about Brooks and Bryson DeChambeau before on the show about the B Yes. It yes. was solved this weekend. It was solved in the name of America. We needed a team. We needed a team to get them together. They finally there we go. Uh, all that coming up at first. Woody Durham.
1: It's takes the time out. All right, NBA media days uh, are are going on right now, Tate. Actually, they they are not mm. over yet. They they had someone say NBA media days never end. That the entire season is just NBA media. Twelve month sport. Yeah. It's a twelve month sport of uh, covering who tweeted what and who said what in a press conference and what did Kawhi Leonard wear to the game today and, and all that what kind did, of stuff. What did they do on media day? Yes. But this was day one of NBA media days. And uh, what I, I guess like it, it, not all the teams did them first of all. So there's, yeah. there's that part of it that, um, you know, but, but the point is that the NBA season is getting underway. We're seeing guys in jerseys talking to the media again. And uh, what I, my, I guess my question is what, what stood out to you? What, what is the big takeaway so far
0: from media days? So, The the big takeaway I think is that we have two major storylines. We touched on it at the top, right? Ben Simmons not showing up to media day is is probably number one on my docket because you know I think a lot of people that don't watch basketball, right? That that are just like we talked about, they're only about the narratives in the NBA. If you only follow the narratives. You would think that Ben Simmons, like some atrocity has happened to him where that's why he will not report (laughs) to the Sixers camp. You know what I mean? Like you, you would have this really built up idea of what's going on here. And I I thought it was really great to see Joel Embiid um, address the media. I thought he did a really good job of just saying, look, I'm disappointed in the situation. I'm not I'm not here to say I'm disappointed in Ben, but I'm disappointed in the situation. Tobias Harris says, hey, I tried to talk to Ben. You know, I do talk to Ben, but like, you know, I'm not going to say what he says about the situation, but I'll leave it at that. Doc Rivers, the media is going at his neck. He's saying, look, I said what I said. I know what I said. You know what I said. Ben knows what I said. And we should all be able <laughs> to get over it, right? I mean, that, that's like, that That that, it, that was like, this is the story of Media Day. It's like the Philadelphia 76ers are living out of soap opera because Ben Simmons refuses to even have a conversation, which I, I think that's, right? That's the most fascinating part. It like, is fascinating because... The media uh, is the middleman, right? Uh, like, that, uh, yeah. that's all it is.
1: And as you kind of said, uh, if, if you weren't really paying attention uh, to to what it is that led to this point, you would think that like Ben Simmons' entire family was murdered. Or By like, the Sixers like by, yeah, by by the, yeah or like like some atrocity as you said happened in his life and the atrocities that he sucked at basketball yeah and that's it that's for one series <laughs> get over it a professional basketball player sucked at basketball and then all of this ensued and that's that's yeah. it. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, Kobe, <laughs> Bryant,
0: Kobe Bryant airballed three shots against the Utah Jazz. You know what I mean? Like and, and he just had to come back the next year. And guess what? He won the championship with Shaquille O'Neal and he kind of found that he was, you know, right now going to be the number two to the number one guy and i i i it's so fascinating right because every team there's a star at some point that wants to get traded there's a there is a you yeah. know some sort of issue that happens on a team it's not anything new but the way that this is being handled is so new and so foreign because it's so passive aggressive and so far removed from what you expect
1: it 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 hits every uh box of uh what what old people that that harken back to the the good old days of the nba what they would complain about which is and and i i certainly feel this way like i'm 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 that line of thinking more so than like the the young people that love tiktok and they are always obsessed about and are always right (laughs) and, and love the nba uh the line of thinking that Guys today don't necessarily love basketball. They love the lifestyle that basketball affords them, yeah. and that's why they continue to play. Like the, 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 I don't know what the percentage is, but there are a lot of NBA players that that feels like that's the vibe. And and no matter how good they are, you feel like you even feel that way about LeBron, who obviously wanted to be the greatest ever and has been driven from the moment he hit puberty at seven years old to like be I want to be better than everybody. I want to be chase after ghosts of Michael Jordan, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but also and, he
0: never said that now. Yeah, He's but also there's a,
1: but but like even. <laughs> You take a guy like him and you're like, yes, duh, he 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 wants to be as good as he could possibly be at basketball. But then also you you watch like decisions he makes and you're like but does he want to be? But, but was that a but, basketball but also, decision? Was that yeah, yeah, yeah. a basketball decision or is that a lifestyle? Because <laughs> like, he, you know, and, and every single guy, like that seems to be what the league is now. And and if you're an older, if you're an old head, we talked about old heads last week on the show. Yeah. Um, if you're an old head, you look at the current state of the NBA and you're like, none of these guys like basketball. Take me back to the time <laughs> when they all love basketball, when they play for the lovely, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And the young people say, you're an, shut up geezer. Old man yells at Cloud, boomer, mm-hmm. sit down, boomer. Okay, boomer. Yeah, okay, yeah. boomer, get out of our face. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Simmons comes along and all the boomers are like, No, you shut up, sir, because explain yeah. explain it otherwise. Yeah. What is the explanation otherwise? And Ben Simmons actually hates basketball and just loves being a rich dude who's in great shape, who gets to date famous people no, and, he's an Instagram and go to Nobu, motto. Malibu. And, <laughs> he is
0: literally an Instagram model. <laughs> that's what and, he wants
1: to do. That's his life. That's the part yeah. he likes. That's the only part he likes. The part of like actually winning basketball games and working on your game and, and getting in the locker room and fixing the dynamic and like all that. He's like, no, I don't want any of that. Just keeps, keeps, keeps sending me $40 million a year. Yeah. And keep throwing the uh, famous women at me. And, and follow me on social channels. And uh, I'll be in LA if you need me. All right. See you guys. <laughs> ben Simmons.
0: Uh, yeah. Ben Simmons should be the best Australian basketball player. Bar none. <clears> throat> ever. Throat> like we should all we should all be able in 10 years to get together. And we say, who's the greatest? but be- before, like, as soon as you say Oz, we all know the answer is Ben Simmons. Right? It should be. <clears throat> he could be the best player in basketball. It, it, as you and I have talked about. With what he has talent wise. Naturally. Yeah. He could be the best player in basketball. He is a guard who is six foot ten. If you if you just said that to anyone, they'd say, "Wow, I, I would like to have that on my team." Yeah. And they wouldn't even care about it. does he shoot threes or whatever. Just like a, a guy with guard skills is six ten amazing sign me up he he's my number one pick if we do a redraft of the nba Mm -hmm. right just based off the natural abilities that he has that's why it's become so frustrating and that's why daryl moray and and doc rivers have every right to say to ben okay boomer you know because he is an australian (laughs) and they can (laughs) say okay boomer um this is what you think you're gonna do you think that you're gonna force our hand you think that you're gonna make us trade you you think that you know this this or that and that your agent can do this this and that you signed a contract. You you were you were here, and we will find you. And that is their stance. And and I and I kind of love it. I, I like you said. I mean, it might be a, a very boomer thing that I enjoy, but like I I actually appreciate the fact that you know Daryl Morey and and Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid and his teammates have all said, look, get I mean, over jo- it. Yeah, yeah, get over it. Get over it. it. And, and Joel Embiid said, look, if Ben is here, he should have ten dunks a game. Like in the dunker spot for us. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're they're trying to give him layups to want him to come back. And I think I think that even says even more to me that Ben is the problem here because these guys could take the low-hanging fruit. They could say, hey, Ben's the reason why right. we, we lost in the playoffs and, and yada, 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 and we actually don't want him back. And he's actually handled this poorly. But no one has said that. All they've said is, hey, we really want Ben to be here. We're sad that he's not here. And we hope that we find like some sort of way to rectify the situation. And on the other side, Ben Simmons is like, "Do not fly out to see me. <laughs> do, yeah, not, do not talk to me." But we're it's gonna wild. find out.
1: We're gonna find out real quick uh, how much he loves the lifestyle, how much money he saved, or how much you know. Because once those checks stop coming, at some point someone's got to give right i mean so they have to
0: they have to pay him 16 million uh like to like he, he'll get 16 million of his 33 million like at the start of the season i guess that's how it's it's afforded to him or whatever so he basically will get 16 million to then pay off the fines before he gets shipped out somewhere not not to say that the fines are going to you know accrue up to 16 million but that is sort of the idea i think from from his camp the idea is to to pay the fines and to miss the games and to basically i mean it is a it's a who who moves first is we saw like Le'Veon Bell, you know, when he sat right, out right. with the Steelers. Right. We've seen it in football before, but that's what Ben is is working under. And Rich Paul and Clutch, his whole team, they're all working under that same, you know, established idea that he can play in California. That's what they think. They really do think that they think that he can play in California. Now, granted, I think that Rich Paul's version of this that he's told Ben is probably different than the reality. which right. is like If he's going to play in California, he's going to play on the Kings. You know yeah, right, right, like, right right right, you know, like, right like the clippers but, and the warriors and, and everyone else sounds great but like you know it, it's just it's all it's all a farce it's kind of wild uh,
1: by the way if the the, the dude did, if he doesn't like basketball i don't know if why do you like, want him it? him Him? okay the, he signs with the lakers say
0: i know that can't happen it won't happen but, whatever but, but like titus i can report this to you he has been told he has been told that the lakers are not a a that they they are out of the equation like that's what he's been convinced of that he can go to the Lakers.
1: Okay, so uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna entertain his fantasy that, yeah. that Ben Simmons uh that on opening night of which this is not NBA his fault. Season, this is what he's been told. Yeah. you know. Yeah. What I mean? Well, so. I mean, every NBA player thinks they can go to the Lakers. I think yeah. <laughs> I think that's what at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's how it works. Is you're yeah, like the Nets if, the I, <laughs> if I make one All Star game, I can just say I don't want to play here anymore and I'll go to the Lakers. That's how yeah. it seems to work for everyone else. Um, <laughs> If, if if even if his fantasy is true and, and he wakes up and he's on the Lakers, do you really think that like he's going to now decide, OK, now I'll like play and now I'll like grind and now because uh, take it for me as a guy who lives in L.A. Take, I don't want to work when I'm out here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the dude loves the lifestyle more than he likes to work. He's going to come out like even if he lived in L.A. and played for the Lakers that's almost worse because then yeah. he's just distracted more. Now like, he's always the lifestyle. He's only.
0: <laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't know. Then you have oh, a whole man. other Kuzma situation on your hand. And right. Like you, right. I think that the best case scenario for everybody, and I, and I sincerely believe this, and I know that there are probably, I'll probably get someone to say to me, okay, Boomer. The best case scenario is that Ben Simmons goes and plays for the Sixers. I mean, there, there is yes. no other yes. way. There's yes. no other way around it. He has to play for the Sixers. And if that means that he plays himself... It plays amazing and plays himself into a trade before the trade deadline. So be it. That's what the point of this is. That's how Chris Paul got traded. He spent a whole year in Oklahoma City, got them to the playoffs, and then got traded into a better situation because right. that's how right. the business works. You know what I mean? That's, that's how these things happen. And if one owner, and Titus, you and I, you, we'll break the fourth wall. If one of the 30 owners is getting mm-hmm. screwed out of a deal, Mm -hmm. The other 29 are not going to help him out or not going to help the situation because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're all on the same side. The NBA Mm -hmm. is one. They are a monolith. They are all 30 together going for the ultimate goal. And Ben Simmons playing with the Sixers is good for everybody's business. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons forcing a trade to the Kings is bad for everybody's business. They are not going to agree to that. So like, I don't understand how it has gotten so far removed from reality that we are talking about these made up ideas (laughs) when he really... Could just go play basketball, and if he does want to get traded, and it won't work with Doc, play yourself into the trade. Play right. your play so well that the Denver Nuggets say, "Hey, it's worth giving up Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon for this guy." You right. know, like right. play yourself into that situation. Because like you said, how can you make that big leap? Because someone has to match that 33 million, that big contract. How can I trade a max guy that's giving me max effort for a max guy who gives me minimal effort? Like, right. does, the, 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 where where does that compute? How <laughs> Dude, is that you're possible? Officially, by the way, th- this entire conversation, we're both officially old
1: heads because it's <laughs> this is the definition I said last week of uh, as we're talking, we know that the yeah. the the teenagers are are laughing at us. They're trolling the us. To, they're they're trolling okay, Boomer. Yeah, they're going after us. you're also, like, you get to a point, you're like, but I know I'm right,
0: so... <laughs> I, I, <literally, laughs> I don't care. I, I just know That's that, an old head. That's, it's, a, that's it's, an old it's, head mindset. It's one way or the other. It's like Ben Simmons plays for the Sixers, and and that's how this situation gets handled. Yeah. Or Ben Simmons holds out, and for the rest of his career, his life after basketball, this is what we talk about. We, we talk about the fact that he... You know, forced his way out of a situation where they were the number one seed, Titus. Yeah. They were the yeah. number one seed. They you should have won the championship a, you know last year. You know where my mind immediately goes,
1: though, uh, is like, why not just retire? Yeah. Like, he you, could. You, you, you know, like Ky- it, it, Kyrie
0: might retire. Like, yeah. And, and that, that would be, you know, look.
1: Fine, do it. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, seriously, like, if, if it's really that hard, you, you've already made God knows how many millions of dollars. You should theoretically be fine. You should be set for life. Yeah. And then some, your yeah. kids' kids should be set for life. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if you just look around, you're like, I don't want this in my life. I don't want to go back to Philly and have fans boo me. I also don't want to risk like Philly trades me to Oklahoma City or something. Then I'm really miserable because what I really want is the lifestyle of LA. And now I'm in middle America somewhere. And like he, he starts going through all those things. Oh, uh, Then just retire.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Is that a crazy it, idea, Tate? No, it's not a crazy <laughs> idea. It's not a crazy idea at all. I mean, it's also, it's wild that his team, so how this all started, at least from from what I've been told, his team went to the Sixers, the brass of the Sixers, Daryl Morey, you know, ownership, everything, and said that these are the teams that he is willing to be traded to. Yeah, And the teams are like the Lakers, the Clippers, like, I mean, a, a ridiculous list, right? So then the Sixers gave their four teams that they would trade him to. It was like the Timberwolves, the Cavaliers, you know, Oklahoma City, like these teams that he would not want to go play for. And that was like a rift that happened because they're, you know, the the way that they, they you know, Ben's camp took that is like, they want to send him to a bad situation. The way that the Sixers are taking that was like, we had no plans to trade him in the first place. And now and now you're forcing us to trade him to one of these destinations. You know what I mean? It, it, and it all... The reason why it's frustrating you said it's like a very boomer conversation is because I think this all could be really settled in one genuine conversation, right? Like, I mean, I think if they all got in the room and Doc looked at Ben Simmons and said, hey, I'm going to take the Hall of Fame coach out of the room right now and I'm going to talk to you person to person. Do you want the truth? Do you want the honest truth? Do you want me to tell you what you can do to actually get to that next level? And if you don't, that's great because now I know that, like, there is nothing here and we can we can move on. But I do think that Ben has the talent to be one of the top five players in the NBA. And with a Hall of Fame coach and with a, a Hall of Fame guy next to him and Joel Embiid, you have a chance to to create uh, I mean yes. potentially a dynasty. Yes. So like what it's are insane. you doing? What are you like what <laughs> are you insane. doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you
1: doing? Seriously. Uh Ben, first question. Uh hi, Tay Fraser, Fox Sports. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs>
0: I mean, that's why I should, that's why I should be at media day, right? Like just yeah. for that moment of just like clarity. I, no, I don't, dude, you're it, it's
1: it's we, we, maybe we should move on because I'm, I'm yeah, about we'll to get like on. really boomer with like my. Yeah. But th- this is the this is the player. Emp- this is the frustration of the player empowerment era. And I think if you're someone who's pro player empowerment, you look at uh, people that complain about the players having more power than they had under David Stern today. And you think like what you, you think someone with that mindset is just wants like the players to be under the billionaire owner's thumbs and like yeah. controlled. And uh, then you start throwing out like people have thrown out slavery words before talking about some of these structures <laughs> at play and all that. And it gets so far removed from like the reality, which is like the people who are anti-player empowerment or like don't really love the direction the league is going. This is the perfect example of why Tate is stuff like this is mm. Ben Simmons under contract one seed last year, as you said, has the talent to be the best player in the NBA. Yeah, he does. He does. he has the raw talent to be the best player in the NBA. He, I, I genuinely believe that. At I least, agree. For God's sakes, look at go. It, here's a fun exercise. Go look up the the numbers that Ben Simmons put up in college when he he outwardly did not want to be there. It wasn't even <laughs> like a he would say in He was like every every time he talked about he was he's like, doing I a hate college. Yes, yeah, so he was doing a documentary <laughs> about how much he hated playing college basketball. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm not going to class. I hate all of you. You're yeah. not my real dad. He's yelling yeah. at people, and you're like, yeah. what 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 is going on? He's Literally. like, give me. The hell out of here! And the guy was putting up insane numbers, insane numbers. That 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 very few people in college basketball it was like him have and Pistol Pete. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. And that was as a, as as a guy who was like, I, I literally do not want to be here at all. I'm being forced to. Be, I'm I'm being yeah. held hostage. Somebody, please send help. Um, he, he's, he's super talented. And I and, and I, I guess the, back to, to bring a full circle, just talking about the player, th- this is the kind of stuff, Tate, is, is a guy like that under every, every other system of the NBA that we have watched growing up, and we're not even that old, and our parents watched, and, and our grandparents, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like a guy like that, what, what happened to the Sixers last year and what happened to Ben Simmons last year where he just suddenly sucked and like the moment swallowed him alive. The, the the recipe is you then take the off season you grind you like work at it you 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 play the 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 video of you turning down the dunk and passing up the the wide open dunk you had you play that to yourself every morning you wake up then you go to the gym you grind you get better and you come back next year and you kick everyone's ass like that's yeah. the that's what we want out of these guys and and for you know whether whether it's true or not the perception does seem to be trending towards like these guys don't want to play basketball they just want to be rich and famous which i do too i don't you know like i do (laughs) too we don't knock it so i don't don't knock it i just like it makes it hard as a consumer of the basketball for me to like be into it when you're not even into it you know what i mean
0: but even as you say that you know we we talk about you know that that mindset as if it's some you know Foreign of, yeah. of a pastime, yeah. yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, you right. know what I mean? It's like Giannis, you're Antetokounm- gonna walk on eggshells as yeah. I'm talking about this. Because like, Giannis wanna... Antonacumpo literally got swept, yes. did exactly what you said. Instead yes. of going to Golden State or forcing his way to a trade, signed a max deal in Milwaukee, promised the people that he was gonna bring them a championship, and then dropped the 50 burger in a closeout game in the finals. Yes. And he can't shoot. And as I, as I said to you on the show, I can't believe that someone that doesn't know how to play basketball fully yet could do this. Like yeah. he's still learning how to play still, basketball so... and, and, and you know what I mean? So like, it's not like someone that's a fully finished product is the only way to win a championship. Cause you're talking about guys that otherwise. can't shoot Tate. Ben Simmons is like, I
1: can't shoot. It's in my head. I mean, yeah. for God's sakes.
0: Yeah. Get over it. Get <laughs> over it y- y- Giannis, can't, Giannis still can't shoot. He's still, and he what he keeps shooting. It's, and still, he just, and guess what that does to your competition when they know you can't shoot and you know, you can't shoot, but you keep yes. shooting with confidence. Mm -hmm. I mean, eventually the ball starts going in and the ball's always bouncing with Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's always in the gym. He's always working out. He's always trying to get better. And Ben, Ben, you know, we see that in the offseason. He always puts these videos out of him doing those things. So it's not like it's impossible for him to do this. I I just find it. I, I find it wrong. You talk about player empowerment. I don't think it can be. I don't think it can be called player empowerment when it loses the player's Cultural cachet, and it loses the player's money in the end, right? Yeah, I, I right. don't call that player empowerment. I know, I know they can be framed that way, and it's like he's doing what he wants to do. But when the agents are the ones who are, really, what it is is agent empowerment. It's not player empowerment. It's agent empowerment. So when the agents are able to to dictate these things and tell you right. this is what you're supposed to do, and it, it's not about the players, because Anthony Davis, I mean, let's just talk about it. Anthony Davis left eighty million dollars on the table. By, mm-hmm. by losing his bird rights. Mm-hmm. $80 million on the table. And he was promised that he was going to make $80 million back in advertising and, and you know, brands and these types mm-hmm. of things. Now, you tell me when Tostitos started paying $80 million for a brand sponsor. You know what I mean? Uh, he's you you got lime chips. Ask I, me, I, I, I don't even think know, that's $80 million. I didn't even you know. know he was doing
1: Tostitos commercials. I They're going to ask me to name one single commercial that Anthony Davis has done. I would say Space Jam 2.
0: He he can get paid for it. So it's like... <laughs> I mean, you know, that's $80 Dude, million. Dollars. And when you retire, I mean, th- there is there is a life after basketball for all these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's no that's player empowerment. Player empowerment is saying, hey, Anthony Davis, I know that you would love to go to the Lakers right now. But if you wait one season, we'll keep your bird rights and we'll get you traded there. And you're going to get all the Supermax money that you deserve. Mm-hmm. So you don't leave $80 million on the mm-hmm. table. You know what I mean? Like that? Hey, Blake. Maybe just you know, maybe just st- stick it out for one more year with the Pistons, so you get that twenty some million dollars, and then we, and then they buy you out, and then you go to the Nets. You know, it's like these types of that's not player empowerment. That's agent stupid. empowerment. That's agent. It's agent yeah. empowerment. Is what <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. dude. The same the same thing's going on with college basketball,
1: where you know, I mean, the, I guess the Ben Simmons of college basketball. would be Nojel Eastern. That's the one we harped yeah. on all the time when he transferred from Purdue, and Matt Painter was like this is a dumb idea and, and
0: this <laughs> is a very bad,
1: and everyone killed him. And it's like, no, the players should have power. It's like, how, how, how is giving, I mean, you give him free will, I guess. It's like player free will is what we're really talking about. Like, yeah, yeah I guess like, go ahead. It's, you're free to, you're free to do whatever you want and sink your career if you want. But like that isn't, you're not better off for this. You're not. Yeah. And, and we knew at the moment you said you've made this decision that this is going to work out horribly and still you continue to make this Dennis Schroeder. Same, same idea, by the way, another guy that's like, He's he's empowered betting on yourself. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if uh, we're we're blowing it all out of. I don't. I, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Let's let, let's just say this.
0: My, my big storyline is just I'm I'm still confused as to what the issue is. Other than which is what I've gathered is the the issue that is is coming from the Ben Simmons camp is that Doc Rivers and Joel and B threw him under the bus after they lost the series to the Hawks and yeah. Mark Titus. It could have been a lot worse. Like, you know, if Larry Brown was coaching the Philadelphia 76ers and Ben Simmons did what he did in that series, then I think Larry would have said some things that probably there is no coming back from. But Doc kind of, you know, he tiptoed around it. They did point to Ben. They did say that that was some of the issues. They did think that, you know, he was going to be able to step up and make some shots, yada, yada, yada. Get over it. You can get Get over it. Or don't get over it and retire. Facts. One of the two.
1: Facts. My my senior year of high school, we were playing uh, in the state tournament. Um, It it was at home. It was at Brownsburg. Uh, We were playing, I believe it was the sectional championship game. Yeah. Um, We had not, Brownsburg had not won sectional in a million years, uh, because basically when Indiana high school was all one class, Brownsburg would go out to the boonies and play in the sectional. They played all the small schools, beat the hell out of them. We went all the time. When they started, we started having to play the big schools. We sucked because we started going to Indianapolis and get Mm. our ass kicked by all the, the schools in the city. But my senior year, we're in a position to win the sectional championship. We're at home. We're playing Pike led by Jeff Teague. Um, oh, yeah. And a couple of my AAU teammates were on Pike, too. I knew Pike well. I knew Jeff NBA well. champion Jeff Teague, by the NBA way. NBA champion Jeff Teague. Um, we're up five with like two minutes to go at home on, on Pike. Uh, Lawrence North High School's ranked number one in the state uh, with Greg Owen and Mike Conley. Pike High School's ranked second in the state. I believe we were unranked, but we're at home. We're up five, two minutes to go. I uh, I decided to go to, to go for the dagger. I catch the ball on the wing. I uh I I don't remember if Teague was guarding me or if it was one of my AU teammates, but I, I knew the guy guarded me and I felt good about it. I knew I knew I, f- I felt good about the matchup. I jab once, backs up a little bit. Jab twice, backs up a little more. I have enough space. I jump up Tate to, to hit the three to go up eight with two minutes left. And you know what happens? I airballed it. <laughs> and but we go on to lose. Good. And we go on to lose the game, <laughs> Tate. I blew it. I blew it. This is the last, and you know what I did. You know what I did all all summer. And and you know what I did, did thinking about that moment. I quit, Tate. I retired. I said I'm yeah. done. I yeah. said I suck at this. Yeah. yeah. I said I blew it.
0: Yeah. I'm a loser. That's yeah. who I am. And I said I'm done with basketball. And I gave it all up. You,
1: and that was yeah. it. And that was yeah. the end of it. And and I had like smaller college coaches were calling me and were like, Hey, you should come play. It. And I said I gave it up. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. The done. game passed you by. Yeah. So Ben. Maybe follow my lead. Just quit. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's at this point. Like you you already knew that story,
1: did you? You knew that story. I did love that
0: story. I do love that story. But I also I think it's a great lesson in life. You know what I mean? It's like if this is not it, you were the number one pick five years ago. You have not developed. You have not developed your game at all. (laughs) This is your air ball. This is your airball. You just his airball air was a pass. You yeah, know you went mean? for it. You went yeah. for it.
1: We appreciate it. You missed. Uh, maybe you know. Maybe if it's not for you, just give it. He's
0: not going to yeah. retire. We know he's not going to retire. But Speak, like, speaking of who might retire, I mean, that's the other. Is Kyrie going to retire? I mean, that's I know, the, dude. And, and that and that trade was being discussed. You know, I know Stephen A. Smith is like, like I think it was probably one phone call, but Stephen A. Smith has acted like it was like this whole massive plan to trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons, kind of like fixing both, both scenarios. But the fact that both those guys, if they did get traded, I think that Ben maybe would have retired, and I think Kyrie maybe would have retired. You know what I mean? And Kyrie, that, that, also Australian, by the way. Yeah. Wow. What is that? Yeah. What does so, that mean? Where's the... <laughs> And they just won their first medal they got their first bronze uh-huh. you know neither one of those guys is on the team yeah. so like they the Australia has moved on without them yeah, um, this I, is. Uh, I I don't know what to do dude, with the Kyrie maybe, situation either. Maybe I mean, we need
1: to. Maybe we need a team of like. I mean, Australia is is was literally started as a a an island of of yeah. misfits. It was outcast. the
0: Georgia of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: where they just sent all the criminals and everything. So uh, maybe maybe there needs to be like an NBA team that's like the the misfit NBA team that just plays in Australia. Maybe they're they're based out of Sydney and we yeah. send like all the unvaccinated, all the <laughs> all the uh, the player empowerment guys that that want to be the the model we send all I, of them to, I got the to team I, I, think it,
0: I think it's Shanghai I think we send them to the Shanghai Sharks they already have such a good cachet in the American space you know what I mean It's just We're all, just American all team. over there like, you yeah. do, it's too much it's too much you go, you go over to Shanghai Marbury's the coach you guys all have to go play for Marbury he's actually like Larry Brown everyone's like well it's weird that he, he coaches a lot like Larry Brown
1: <laughs> Dude, I don't know what Kyrie, like I, I'm. I'm fascinated to see how it all plays out. I think he's, he's he's, I, I, really I, I think he's getting traded.
0: I really do. I think he's. traded. So. I think so. That yeah. has to
1: be it, right? Because like they, he can't play for the Nets at home if he's not vaccinated. That's yeah. the. That's so the. So he's got uh, go to go to Florida,
0: Florida or Texas. I have yeah. a. Uh, this is not a report, but I. I have a deep. I have a feeling if DeRozan hadn't gotten traded already, that they would have traded Kyrie to San Antonio mm. to be with Popovich, um, mm. and got DeRozan to the Nets because. At the end of the day, the James Harden trade was Kyrie related, right? I mean, Durant needed a running partner. Kyrie wasn't playing games. They make the trade for James Harden. So KD, why? KD's already good. He's already got James Harden. So I, th- I think Kyrie is just plus at this point. And so he he might be able to get moved. I think I have the solution. Why, do, why don't Vince Simmons and Kyrie both go to the overtime league?
1: <laughs> then you can be you can be Honestly. a professional but you can be a pro basketball player who doesn't actually play in any games and yeah. no but you generate the buzz people are talking about you and you probably you run get, the
0: league like you're probably you like yeah. yeah you're like the best player by far you're like meadowlark lemon of uh overtime basketball Dude,
1: and then and then we put out the like they they, they announced a joint announcement that that ben simmons and kyrie irving are joining the overtime league and then the response is that this is devastating for college basketball that's what <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like huge blow college Huge basketball blow. fans everywhere. <laughs> they have no fan base. And then as we look at every single year, there's like 8 million more people watching the March Madness yeah. Final yeah. Four than the NBA Finals. But who the, cares?
1: The overtime league never plays a game and you continue to uh, just you, you just pop up at like other sporting events and Kyrie just goes on podcasts and yeah. um, whatever else. And Ben Simmons is just like goes to Nobu and Malibu and and wherever else he's trying to go. And <laughs> They, they both just continue living their lives and then no one... It, it would take like three years before anyone realized like these guys have not actually touched a basketball in three years, yeah. right? Yeah. But they, they just pretend like they're they're overtime. Done. Easy. Everybody wins.
0: Easy. Except college basketball. We lose. <laughs> <laughs> we, we take the L here. Um, I, I honestly... It, it is wild that it's going to be the story I mean, because it's not just Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie is obviously going to be the the front man of this whole situation. But Andrew Wiggins is also probably going to get traded because yeah. um, he he's not going to get vaccinated. He is playing on the Warriors. So, I mean, I always think about, you know, to bring it back to college basketball. I always think about there are certain guys that when they're getting recruited, you know, I wanted them to go to North Carolina. Yeah, and like Kyrie was one of those guys. I remember I saw Kyrie um, his junior year. And I was like, who's this kid? Cause he's playing with Michael Kid Gilchrist. I was like, who is this kid with Kid Gilchrist? Cause we wanted Harrison Barnes. And um, I was like, I'm fascinated with him. And then like Wiggins came to Chapel Hill. I, I talked to Wiggins on his visit. I was, I was like, dude, you can wear number 23 here. You know, I was gassing him, but like these are two guys, <laughs> these are two guys that I that I was like fascinated by, you know, coming yeah. out of high school that I I I would have given an arm and a leg to get them to come to North Carolina. And now we like 2021, you tell me this set this situation, this setup that like mm-hmm. both of them could theoretically miss half of their games um, it, I mean and honestly you would never think a global pandemic would be the reason for that but I mean it is it is a wild world and like the NBA has nothing to do with basketball as you and I always joke about and like this season is going to be another example it should be all about the basketball because it's going to be a great year but it's already it's already off the rails I mean, the, the Brad Beal
1: uh, saga that unfolded in in uh, basically an hour as I consumed it was like there, there, I saw a story leaked today that uh, Russell Westbrook told Brad Beale that they both should force trades out of Washington. And then Westbrook obviously is, is now in the Lakers and Brad Beale is not. Brad Beale is, is still in D.C. And yeah. I, I saw that story getting circulated and uh, people were praising Bradley Beale. They're like, oh, my God just what we were talking about with Ben Simmons. It was, and, and the reason I, I have waxed poetic about Damian Lillard and I didn't want him to break my heart and demand man out of Portland. And because uh, I, I love these guys. I love guys that are like, no, nah, I want to stick Or Steph here Curry
0: I'm, or Tim Steph Duncan, Curry. Dirk Nowitzki. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, the list hey, goes on. Yeah, uh, yeah. So th-
1: that comes out about Brad Beal. And I'm like, yes, Brad Beal. I might go buy a Brad Beal jersey. And as I put it in my, <laughs> my shopping cart, <laughs> ready to check out. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Beal gets in front of the media, <laughs> starts talking about doing his own research and consulting his family, and uh, God yeah. knows what else. And I was like, eh, eh, "All right, yeah. <laughs> all right." Um, but as you said, like that—that's going to be—that's—that's that's the, that's the season. That's the, that's the season. This is going to be the season. It's going to be, boy,
0: it's going to be something. And Kyrie is, you know. Kyrie has influence, right? I mean, Kyrie is, uh, God, you know, you know what I mean? fine like and, and poor CJ McCollum, right? Like I, I, Chris Paul, we're talking about like genius moves that have been made by somebody like getting out of the way. Like Chris Paul was able to get out of that president role for the Players Association yeah. right before, you know, he obviously dealt with the pandemic and the bubble. Oh, that's but, right. And then he, and then he gets out of Dude. there. CJ McCollum takes it over. I mean, what a, what is what, a, Ky, what
1: is Kyrie now? He's the vice president. He's the vice president, yeah. dude. No, yeah, oh my god. So
0: Kyrie oh god. is on these. I mean, that that's oh sort of been god. that's the elephant in the room. Kyrie's on these Zoom calls, and he is like CJ McCollum is giving like the you know, hey, here's what they're asking for us, like da da da. And then is like, you know, don't be a sheep. You know, you know, we are all zero yeah, research. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> I mean, here's a,
1: here's a, an old Adam Carolla, rich man, poor man bit, like yeah. a, a, a spin on that is yeah. a, a genius. The absolute geniuses of our society and the, the biggest morons of our society are the only people that ever say, I'm doing my research. I'm doing my <laughs> own research. like there are the people that are like i'm gonna go do some research it's like always like the the people that are actually trying to split the atom and and cure cancer and all that yeah yeah there's like the einsteins of the world and And it's like the literally the dumbest people yes
0: the bottom lines of the world <laughs> and it is like, oh I mean, God. it's not like we haven't seen it before. I mean, Cole Beasley is obviously like one of the biggest faces of this "do your own research" movement. He's playing on the Bills. When are they going to release their research? This feels like this feels yeah, like the, uh, the China
1: the China situation when when all the guys were like, "I'm doing research on the Hong Kong stuff," yeah. and before I before I release a comment, <laughs> I would like to do more research on Hong Kong, and then I will prepare a statement and release it. Um, <laughs> when are we going to get this research from Kyrie? I, I want to yeah. see Kyrie's reach Kyrie, I'm ready. Give me your research. I'm ready. Yeah. Bradley bill
0: show me your research. I'm ready to consume your research. Yeah, send it my way. <laughs> I mean, well, what what does Adam Silver do with this, right? Because Adam Silver, I mean, the the NBA is like the uh, the bastion for all you know, progressive, forward thinking, these right. types of things, right. and and that is obviously does not reflect the players and their point of view nine times out of ten. So it is going to be, you talk about culture wars. Like there is Dude. a culture war that is bubbling in the NBA. It is the tech yes. giants. It is the nerds. It is the, you know, the analytics guys. And then it is like the players who come from real places who have, you know, their own experiences, their own backgrounds. And they, they're, it is not one-to-one And like, there should be an education that comes with this. Right. I mean, there should be something that like, if if is doing his own research like you said let's get our doctors that we have and let's let's convene let's get let's together talk it, yeah. let's talk about it yeah, let's I'll talk about you, it
1: like that's 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 what's the that's what the most frustrating part yeah. about all this is is like I the, the part of me that will, will li- I'll
0: listen to you Kyrie fine you exactly. did your research Same. you did your research exactly. I, I, I'm
1: listening okay all right I get it like all the all the, the, the not, overwhelming
0: the, don't dismiss people you know you bring the overwhelming
1: yeah. consensus of the medical community says the vaccine is safe uh, this is something that is all over the, the world is it's not even a like a, the other part is like a lot of people want to make this like a USA thing they're like I don't trust the American government it's like well you know f- forget about America it's like America's enemies are vaccinating their people They're <laughs> you know they're both, both like the People both sides of <laughs> of the American political spectrum yeah. are vaccinated. Like all the the Republicans are all in yeah, Congress exactly. are all vaccinated. It's, it's the not, Democrats a, it's not a like, side. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, like I I'm, I'm a little confused. As you you've done your own research that is different from like everybody else. That's fine. But I'll I'll hear you out. Now what's what's the re- so what have you found? Like what what is your research? Go ahead. I'm ready. And there's like uh just got to talk to my fa-, you know like yeah. and they never they, you, don't, you know they don't say anything. And I guess like that's the I don't know, I know I'm preaching to the
0: choir here, but no I I mean look. That, but that is that is going to be the story all season, unfortunately. Like that, that yeah. is what it's going to be. That is going to be I hope it's not. I mean, I just this and is then, the first day of Media Day, and that that's the question that I feel like every reporter that has gone to Media Day is waiting to ask.
1: Yeah, the other problem is people uh believe that you it should be a personal decision, which it should, by the way. Like yeah. I'm I'm very much of the opinion that yes, I don't I don't believe that our police forces should be handcuffing people to tables and shoving vaccines into their arms. I don't I you should have the personal choice to not do that. Absolutely. But the follow up of it's his personal decision. You should you you should just respect that is absolutely not. I will not respect that decision. In fact, there are the, my yeah. friends and family and uh, all sorts of people make decisions every single day and, and I witness them make those decisions and I do not respect them for those decisions. they make. Yeah. So no, there's there's there. No, as a matter of fact, I do not have to respect Kyrie Irving or Andrew Wiggins or Bradley Beal for any decision they make. Yeah, especially their decisions about the vaccine. Yeah. I respect but a lot about them. I respect yeah. a
0: lot about them, but not that decision. Yeah, that's I see a lot of
1: that discussion out it's like you know it's it's a personal decision and and ultimately we just have to respect them as and you're like no no i don't i as a matter of fact i don't think i will, yeah. <laughs> I, will I will not respect him uh, what else for me today anything fun any what, what's yeah. the most fun thing you saw david letterman talking to kd that was yeah. that was well, interesting yeah. was that fun like that i don't was know the, was kd was, in on it
0: no KD was not in on it and i could tell i mean at one point he um well, what did Letterman? Letterman said uh basically that he had talked to the Dolan family. John Dolan is what he said. That James Dolan. He said <laughs> I said I talked to John Dolan, and uh he said on your days off you can play for the Nets or play for the Knicks. And Katie's like. All right, Dave. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, but then he got him with. Uh, Do you ever play the Pelicans and just laugh or something? Yeah, like that? That, that was a that was a, that, was that was a charity laugh. That was a charity laugh. That was a that was like right. it, it, no, not even, not that it wasn't funny, but it was like KD. I think he realized in that moment he was like, oh, I'm kind of being a jerk, you know. I got, Because he was yeah. given a very stern face, like he was not having fun, and then and then you know let throws that in. He's like, yeah, I remember? And then KD kind of gave him like the chuckle on the way out, but. I, I wish it was more fun. I mean, the most fun thing that I saw today was that Michael Porter Jr., you and I, we yep. talked about the Michael Porter Jr. Too. mystery. This man got a five-year max extension for yep. $207 million. He did is a guy. He did That's it. That's player empowerment, baby. Yes. Now we're talking. Now I'm in. <laughs> That's our
1: version of it. Yeah, yes. I like that. Dude, I uh, he's played 116 career games, Tate. He's played 11... 11- <laughs>
0: He's gonna make more <laughs> millions than games played at this point. That's He's great. played
1: eleven more games than Greg Oden did, and oh he just God. signed a, a five-year <laughs> max. <laughs> it's a it's a dream come true. He, he was the guy. He was the guy that I circled as like this is the the new era of what yeah. a basketball player should be, where you never actually play, and you just keep catching out. the checks. And uh, God, it's, it's so good to see him get this done for, for him, for, for all of basketball, for those of us who love the player empowerment era. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm excited to see guys opting out. I think, I think this uh, confirms that Jalen Johnson's going to be awesome by the way, in yeah. the pros. And then, uh, yeah, for sure it, it, the, the, his opting out of Duke is going to prove to be the right decision too. and opting yeah, out is it was gonna, a good choice. Opting out is going to win in the end. And, uh, Oh my God. Unbelievable. I, uh, 116 games played. How many million? Two hundred and
0: 207. If he if he uh <laughs> if he you know gets that. Two million
1: dollars for every yeah.
0: for every game that he's played. Yeah, no, he's got like yeah, he's got like 50 more games to get up to that level. Um I also the the trade so that I the trade that I'm waiting on that I think that's still out there in the ether. That could be for Ben Simmons. Is a Michael Porter Jr. for Ben Simmons trade? Mm-hmm. That was it. Was like a Monte Morris Michael Porter Jr. for Ben Simmons, and signing him to the max would be the thing that you do before you trade him, um, because he only had one more year left on his contract. So that could be a lot of times when these when these deals seem like a little too soon or a little too early, it might be because it helps with trades. Um, so just putting that out there because I I will say the Denver Nuggets with Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Jokic. Is pretty ridiculous. Did that's it? a that's a pretty ridiculous lineup. And Aaron Gordon, like that 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 front line. You know the Larry Sanders picture when he has John Henson and Giannis, and it's the three of them. Yeah. And it's like all the way across the court. That's pretty much what the Nuggets would be able to build build with that team wasn't Porter.
1: Am I remembering this right? Wasn't Porter? Didn't he have some wild vaccine? But it was early. I don't know.
0: No, he he had some. Uh, yeah, he was QAnon. I don't even think he was Oh an anti- <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I not not that it was like reported, but that was like what. Yeah, because wasn't saying.
1: he wasn't he like one of the people early on with the vaccine? Was like this is they're using this to control us and yes yeah. they're putting yes. microchips in it and all that. Yes. And, 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 slightly- and then there was
0: like a PR guy at the Nuggets that was like oh. Shut that down. <laughs> I guess I'm
1: slightly uh, sympathetic or like willing to hear, like if, if it was early on, I don't know. This is probably dangerous what I'm saying, but I guess like early on, it's, it's I, I I never, I never fault anybody for being ignorant. I'll put that way yeah you, initially. Yeah. When you're initially ignorant, Um, we're, we're all ignorant on things. And exactly. And the, Ignorance the, the, is bliss. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was ignorant on more things. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I guess where it falls apart is like when you're willfully ignorant and you continue to, to be proudly ignorant and Mm. you know, so early on with a lot of stuff, (laughs) if like you didn't, you know, if I'm not going to cold takes expose or whatever the hell that guy is that that retweets shit and says like, gotcha bitch. I don't necessarily going to do that. He got mad that
0: I blocked him. I was like, dude, you you brought up that I said, Robert Quinn was going to be better than JJ Watt. That's (laughs) offensive. <laughs> don't you dare talk junk about Robert. See, I've quinn. A, i've gone on this <laughs> rant before
1: people that complain about getting blocked on twitter are the biggest losers on earth yeah these the single bit like what, what, you're you're you you expect us to let you dunk on you know what i mean like i didn't block that guy but i don't i don't think i follow him or I,
0: I'm no, not you, you talk junk I about get... robert quinn in front of me you get blocked that's it
1: um but no like the the, the people that have complained to me about me blocking them. I don't know. I've done this rant before, but like, why? Wh- uh, who cares? Like, what is In real Get life, if, if you're I thought talking, you hated me. I thought you. Yeah. I thought yeah. You exactly. wanted me to die Of exactly. course, I blocked you. But then you like brag, like you tweet at some famous person. You're like, you're a piece of shit, and then that famous person blocks you, and then you go to your friends. You're like you're never going to believe it. Seth Rogen blocked me. <laughs> I guess, I guess he's a little sin- sensitive, much, Seth. <laughs> like, no, Literally. he was like, he just saw a troll call him a piece of shit. And he was like, I don't really need yeah, this in my life. I never, so never want to see this again. <laughs> <I> never, <yeah. laughs> it's that simple. Uh, I don't really know where I was going with this. Michael Porter, uh, whatever, who cares? I, I, I just what you're remember saying
0: is basically like we give Michael Porter Jr. a little bit of a leash because it was so early on. He yes. hasn't like doubled down on those. Also, thoughts. I also,
1: I, frankly, I've not seen Michael Porter. I, I, I have not seen his follow-up to any of this. So like, no, he, he seems like he's like out of the way, you know, like he very well could like tomorrow get a microphone put in front of him. And he'd be like, Oh yeah, I, I think they're controlling us even more than I originally yeah. thought <laughs> or then I guess
0: I'll, I'll take all this back, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it, the, the, la- it. the last thing I had for uh, NBA media day that I wanted to ask you, uh, every single team is taking a picture and then they put the quote, the big three. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wanted to was, see like, who is the big three to you? Like if you had to like, you oh, know, great question. Yeah. I mean, cause the Miami heat did this. They have Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. That was their big three. Of course, the Milwaukee bucks, the defending champs, drew holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron. Um, that's their big three. The nets have their big three. Kyrie's not there though. So who knows how much of a big three it is, but I just wanted to know who's Mark Titus is. When you think of the big three, who, it oh, is?
1: that's a great question Uh, My mind immediately goes to probably like Karis LeVert, TJ McConnell (laughs) and Jeremy Lamb. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, the Indiana Pacers. (laughs) Yeah. Not even Miles Turner and Sabotis to get those guys out of here. Yeah. Sabotis is not the
0: big three. He has his own separate picture. (laughs)
1: it's uh Tory Craig did the, the, the Lakers just got Tory or the Pacers just got Tory Craig right I think' Torrey oh, really? played for every team except the pacers so I think it's yeah. their turn I think Tory Craig him for has played
0: for every team so much so that in the finals both teams that he played for that yeah. year were playing against each other he's, yeah. he's
1: played it he's he's set up a situation where no matter who wins the NBA wins. title every single year <laughs> he gets a rank <laughs> yeah.
0: they, they somehow just his burn rights next year when the Nets win they're like oh the Nets had Tory Craig's burn rights oh, oh
1: man I <laughs> forget uh Brockton's on the Pacers too still right yeah Brock is on the Pacers, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. The Pacers, are, dude. This is the year. Oh my God, is this the year? I mean, the Dwayne Pacers, Washington's on the Pacers. He signed a two way, right, with the Pacers. I think. Um, who else do the Pacers have that I have to think about? Uh, well, the
0: the Pacers enough. the Pacers removed themselves from the Ben Simmons sweep sweepstakes, sweepstakes. Yeah, because we're set, dude. We're good. Exactly. We don't need ben I, thought, I thought that was pretty gangster. They are like, yeah, we don't. We, <laughs> we did the Norman meeting on your list, but yeah, they no. did
1: the Norman Dale. They said my team is on the floor.
0: Yeah, play play the game. We don't need Ben Simmons. Let's go. <laughs> Let's
1: go. No Pick more assets. Let's go. Um, no, that's all. There. the big three. Is uh, the, the the question? I guess I have is is the big three era. Um, how much longer do we have in the big three era before it goes on to like the big four or it goes back to the two? You know, like the dynamic yeah. duo era where it's these two guys. You know, like is big is, is big three here to stay? Is this it in in the NBA? Is like every team's trying to get a big three? I think it's gonna uh, take like a team. Yeah. I think it's gonna take a team like the uh, Pistons in oh four. Best um, five
0: alive. That was the best, best five that, alive. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think I think some team like that wins the title and then their mantra is like we're the best five alive. And then every team is trying to like copy that and get the Because core five
0: four alive. doesn't really do it because like four four means that you basically have cut out one of your starters, which is like like that just like mean you're basically singling someone out. At least with three. that's twenty ten <laughs> duke is the core the four, <laughs> four. <laughs> they are like <"Zubek>, you're out. <laughs> Yeah, core four is tough. I think three is the most you can do. Big three sounds good. It leaves variety for the other two spots. But like you said, I think it's best five alive. And and I think we're getting close because, you know, I can see the Utah Jazz or someone like making the finals and saying, we're, or the, even the Suns, you know, best five alive. Not yeah. saying we're the most talented as a big three, but the five of us on the floor, us. you can't yeah. beat us.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. I like that. Uh, all right, well, we'll keep an eye on NBA media days.
0: Keep a running tally of... Uh, Oof.
1: Man, Oof. We, we should do a. Uh, doesn't doesn't like is you and I
0: it, don't get political, by the way. So uh, if someone's listening to this and thinking we're getting political, we're not getting political. We're, we're getting political. This is the point. It's like it's yeah, it's fucking science, dude. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's literally madness. It's mad it's madness. Like you said, you were you were going to buy a Bradley Beal. I like Bradley Beal a lot. I'm a big Bradley Beal fan. But then you see something like that, and you're just like. What you're a moron? Yeah, like I, I I don't no, respect I mean, it's it. Yeah, like, what's that thing? Like uh, who, who is giving you this information? And it, is it Kyrie? Because if it's Kyrie, then like we need to go to the top of the snake. You know what I mean? We need Kyrie, to go to the head of the snake. Dude,
1: honestly, I think the way this all ends, it, I don't think the. I'm gonna back up. Um, I think one way this could end. <laughs> I actually think this is this this could actually be a possibility. Is that Kyrie shows up on night one of? Uh, the preseason or the, it's pretty, well, he probably is not coming to preseason. He shows up in Barkley center to play for the nets game one, opening night mm. and or whatever, whatever the first game is at home. And everyone's like, Oh my God, he must've got vaccinated Kyrie. And then they ask him after the game there, Kyrie, <laughs> what changed your mind? Are you vac-? And he says, I've been vaccinated the whole time. Yeah, I, j- I just was asking questions and all of you are the ones that thought I would, you know, and that brings it. And then Kyrie's like, "I'm just, I'm just asking the questions." And then I didn't come because I, and 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 in his mind, he's like, "That is the the prestige. That's the end of the prestige." And he's bowing and he's yeah. Here, he's like, bowing. "Gotcha." He's
0: like, "I gotcha." The I, prestige. I would <laughs> welcome that. I I would love for that to be the case. Seriously, I would love for that to be the case. Based on Kevin Durant's tone and everyone else in the Nets building, it does not seem to be the case. And and I, and I think and I think. I think that he has enough power amongst the players to share his opinion like you know what i mean this is yeah. this is as much as this is his nightmare to compare it to but it's like reaganomics you know what i mean this is a trickle down effect you know he yes. says he says it at the top and then slowly gets filtered down and you don't know who picks up on what's being what, put what's, down yeah yeah and here we are <laughs> oh my it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy what a
1: world Quick break to talk about our friends at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So you go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com
0: work out your stress and get back to feeling great at planet fitness join the judgment free zone for just ten dollars a month and get tons of cardio and strength equipment in our clean and spacious clubs free fitness training and plenty of room to move you can go at your own pace and get back to a routine that works for you all for just ten dollars a month plus check out the crowd meter in our free pf app for the best time to visit don't wait join any of our 2000 plus locations today in club online or in the app see club for details
1: what what else is there we got to hit? We, you want to talk about Minnesota a little bit cuz this is the yeah. uh, this is the new development the uh, which Big 10 team this this is this should be just a running series for us is like <laughs> which Big 10 team screwed up recruiting this week? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? Who got screwed
0: the most in the Big 10? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've done this with Indiana. I'll do this the, my whole entire life. Any kid that grew up in Indiana that didn't go to IU, I want to ask them, why didn't you go to IU? And every single one of them has a story. Um, Illinois, it feels like we've highlighted their recruiting woes in the past, certainly with yeah. Cliff Alexander. Eric Gordon <laughs> was committed to Illinois and decommits yeah. and then plays for the state, his home state. He actually, well, you know, that comes full circle. He, he decided he wanted to stay in Indiana, so that one works yeah, out. kind of nice. Uh, but this time around, Tate, hey, it is the University of Minnesota that is taking the brunt of like the the, the hometown kids. How did you let this happen? Um, oh, I just remember the, all the Chicago kids. We always talk about that with Olay. That's that's what it was. That's what I was trying to think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, all the Chicago kids are good This time it's the <laughs> Minnesota kids. Uh, Jalen Suggs doing an interview with Richard Jefferson, the road trip and crew. Uh, apparently just comes out out a kind of out of nowhere ish and that he didn't really need to throw Richard Patino under the bus this much <laughs> says that Richard Pitino basically just didn't recruit him enough. And he, yeah. he, he, it was, it was a, basically a done deal. It was, he, he, he felt like that he wanted to play football and basketball, both. At, he wanted to play both. Minnesota. Yeah. PJ Fleck was on board with it. He thought he could play quarterback and play basketball at Minnesota, which probably is not entirely true. And we're probably not going to play both very well, but um whatever, when a kid's that talented, Curry has done
0: it. Julius yeah. peppers
1: has done it you know it's been done when you're that talented uh and, and you're a five star and everything uh you hear him out you, you hear this if that's of what course. you want to try go for it yeah ohio state just signed a kid uh in bat and football a defensive tackle i forget the kid's name um i think he's
0: on the team now he's just like a freshman and he's not really playing much but uh i mean jacoby they, brissett who started for the dolphins this past week when he committed to florida he was going there to play basketball, to play basketball and school. football yeah yeah ohio
1: state has they they, they i forget the guys I, I should do better but um he uh, he's like a defensive tackle, and he wants he's he's really good at basketball too. And Holman yeah. was like, yeah, you know, yeah, come play basketball. And like everyone, everyone on campus is like, this dude's not playing basketball. Yeah, this but I mean,
0: why not bring him into practice? I mean, Quentin Copel's practice with Carolina yeah. for a couple days. You know what I mean? It's like, like you said, if it's a five star kid, and this is like that thing you to just get let them over the... Yeah, yeah. you just like Donovan okay.
1: McNabb did it for Syracuse. Yeah. He played yeah. quarterback. Anyway, Jalen Suggs wanted <laughs> to do that. Uh, Richard Pitino apparently did not take him all that seriously, and Jalen Suggs drops the bombshell that uh he he wanted to go to minnesota and he did not and that that is bad enough tate that in and of itself if yeah. i'm a minnesota that should fan, be the story
0: that. we should yeah because exactly. by the way
1: I, I guess we haven't really said this but jalen Suggs is from minneapolis that's the whole idea yeah. it's like why would he's a minneapolis kid minnesota's right there you have a division one big 10 school in your backyard why not just play for the gophers that's why um so the the, the uh there's that and then the next development, which makes it worse, is that McKinley Wright, the fourth, who played at Colorado, had a great career at Colorado, was, was
0: 3X3U guy. 3X3U champion, wasn't yeah. no Yeah. I win? mean, well, he is a champion, so I like he was a getting, champion. I was getting it. It was Justin <laughs> Wright <laughs> Foreman that was the champion. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I got it mixed up. Uh, McKinley Wright. Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't see the Pac-12 winning it in my head. Yeah, so I was like, no. he
1: can't be a champion. <laughs> I said champion that I thought about. I was like, there's no way they won. Uh he, he quote tweets uh, th- this video of Jalen Suggs saying that, that he, he wanted to go to the University of Minnesota. And McKinley Rice says, so we all were ready to stay home, man. And he puts a facepalm emoji. Which seems to suggest that
0: McKinley Wright, also <laughs>
1: yes. a local Minnesota kid, an
0: all Pac-12 player, by the way, uh, a guy who got a real shot at the NBA. So yeah, that's not good to hear. And so it's not done there, right? It keeps it's, going. It's still not done. <laughs>
1: and then Tyrell Terry does the final twist of the knife, who has been in our world recently for shitting yeah. on Stanford, and now I guess maybe we is this? Did we get our answer for the eyeball so. emojis? Like yeah. why? Why he did the eyeball emojis? He never wanted to play at Stanford, as it turns out. He Mm -hmm. also is a Minnesota kid, also a Minneapolis kid. um, And he quote tweets McKinley Wright's tweet and says, (laughs) all of us, with crying emojis, like all of us really (laughs) did want to go to Minnesota. I guess all of us wanted to go to Minnesota, and we just didn't. Um, So that's the new development out of the University of Minnesota. Richard Pitino, now the head coach at the University of New Mexico, I believe. He's he's the Lobos guy.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it, Tate. So if you're Is a Minnesota Is Marcus Carr better than those three? I think that's true. Marcus Carr, also transfer, yeah. That's the question. You have to ask <laughs> so, that to yourself.
1: If you're a Minnesota fan, how do you how do you digest this? You like let, let bygones be bygones, who cares? It it didn't happen. Um This probably isn't true. Do you think do you think this isn't true that they're all lying just to like kind of Create some drama here. Like, how, how do you? How do you, What lie do you tell yourself if you're a Minnesota fan that you're actually not mad? At, you're just laughing at this whole. Situation? I just
0: texted one of my friends uh, when you sent me this tweet earlier and asked him. You know, he's like a Minnesota fan. He, he lives in Minnesota and loves Minnesota. And I asked him about this Suggs story. He said that Suggs was never going to play basketball at Minnesota. Um, mm. That he thinks that it was. Uh, this is like a you know basically just like a a, a way to curry favor with Minnesotans. You know. Uh, this, oh, okay. this is his way to like make sure that his hometown people, it's not his fault, right? It's, it's Rick Pitino. And, and now that Bettino's not there, it's not Rick, Richard Pitino. Um But, you know, this is a way to say like, Hey, I can blame the old, the old guard, the old coaching staff that's not right. here anymore. So they don't have to take the blunt of the brain, the blame for this. You know, they can, they, they can get out of here. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, the other guys chiming in by saying, I would have done that. I would have done that. That gives them the same sort of cachet, yes. you know, being like, I'm from here and all my people in my hometown, you know, I would have played, you know, I would have played for the hometown team. That's a great point. If I actually got recruited the right way, I would have played for them. So I, I get a little bit of that from this, but I also, I, for the story's sake of it, I love the idea of Patino just saying like, sucks is not good enough to play on his team. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. I, I
1: Alright, I, I could talk myself. If I'm a Minnesota fan, that's the lie I tell myself is exactly that. Is that they're, they they were that's, never that's, actually considered Minnesota. This is from Minnesota.
0: a Minnesota fan, so I can't okay. even... Yeah, I yeah. think that's the lie that's, that they're telling that's themselves. A, that's a good move. That's
1: uh, yeah. They're just doing the LeBron move where they say, I would have gone to school here, I promise. And yeah. Kobe
0: did it too, where he would have yeah. gone to like eight different schools. He would have gone to Carolina or Duke, depending on which uh, graduate was asking the, him on that day. By the yeah. way,
1: I was I was back in Columbus this past weekend for the uh, Ohio State-Akron football game. And part Big of me win. thought... Big yeah, like, win. A
0: little like the Ohio
1: State that I know. National title looking team out there. That's what I say. Just running the football down their throats, passing it down the. Do you pass the football down their throats? Yeah. Yes. We we were trying. Also, Oregon's Um,
0: number three in the country, by the way. So you guys literally. We should be number number four. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We
1: should be number four. I agree, Tate. Uh, (laughs) Um, but I, 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 you know, right, right before the game, it was a night game. It wasn't on, it was on Big Ten Network. It wasn't on super national television. But uh, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, we're playing Akron. I wonder if LeBron will be here. You know, he's a big, he's, these are his two schools. These are two. Yeah. And, then I, and then I remembered, of course, he's not going to come to this game. He's got to pick sides. Like where would he stand? Which sideline does he stand on? These are yeah. the two schools he would have gone to:
0: is Akron yeah, and Ohio yeah, State yeah. both. And now he's got a—he's he's stuck. He's got to pick and, which one. And, he wants and to. you know what he did? You know what he did instead? He took a picture of his TV and put it on Instagram of the game. Did he really? Yeah. No, he did. <laughs> and I, I, this, this is why I died laughing. He took a picture of the game and said, like, basically it was just like, like what you just said, which is like, I'm, I'm pulling for both teams, you know. I hope both teams. <laughs> yeah. Win. He basically said that. He was like, dang, you know, like I love both these teams. The two you know, schools I went that. to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Each other, <laughs> my, my two alma maters my two alma maters play each other tonight. i have degrees from both schools <laughs> oh my god well anyway uh
1: I, yeah i don't i don't I, I also i think minnesota fans at this point uh i'm assuming that if you went to the university of minnesota or if you'd like the gophers you're probably uh just a full gamut minnesota fan yeah and uh Agreed. you you can no longer feel pain anyway you know like i think yeah. minnesota Minnesota's the most tortured Fan city in the country, just they're they're very nice people that don't are they don't outwardly bitch about it as much as like other cities do when things don't go their way. When yeah. the Yankees don't win the World Series like three years in a row, and the Yankees fans are like, "We're so this sucks so much for us." Things yeah. are and not only not only the Yankees not win, but the Giants haven't won a Super Bowl in a while, and things are so hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, Minnesota fans just like kind of keep to themselves. The poor Jets keep, fans and the Mets, yeah. Fans. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minnesota fans like suffer the torture and then they just go uh in silence and just drink and don't really like, you yeah, know, they internalize not, they it. They I think internalize that's, the it. Best, yeah. Yeah. that's the best way so, to put it. My point is this is just another day for them. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs>
0: Oh, I mean, I hear it all. Is they're just like, yeah, whatever. I I think I think every other Minnesota fan, right? Like, one if they saw the story, they probably just like you said, push it to the side. And I think today they're they're just celebrating the fact that they beat the Seahawks for the first time since 2009. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that. Like every day as a Minnesota fan, you just kind of like take the win. You find the small victories. Like like Jalen Suggs and all these other guys wanted to play at Minnesota basketball, gonna have to ignore that one and just soak up this Kirk Cousins win. (laughs) That's what you got to do. It's that easy. Uh, All right. Shout outs, closeouts. What do we got, man? I just want to shout out to the Ryder cup. Um, uh, just, you know, Steve Stricker, um, Davis love the third Freddie couples. I know these are, these are guys that I grew up watching play golf, um, you know, Freddie Couples and Davis Love III are my two favorites of all time, but to have them, you know, on the course in Whistling Straits with American fans to have, you know, obviously the Europeans are favored every single time you go into a Ryder Cup to have them come in expecting when they had John Rahm, the number one player in the world to to kind of run shit in the U.S. at, at Whistling Straits, which is, you know, perennially known as a Lynx course. So it should favor the Europeans mm. and not necessarily favor the Americans. We just absolutely wrecked them, Titus. And mm-hmm. Like I said, I watched them Friday to Sunday. Um, we never start off well in the Ryder Cup, and that's always kind of like our doom. Friday is always a really bad day for us. We started great on Friday. We were up 3-1, won three of the first four matches. Um, got me fired up. And then from there, I mean, DJ, Dustin Johnson, I mean, if he's not the most lovable golfer in the world, I don't understand what you're watching. I mean, the guy goes 5-0, and oh, In the Ryder Cup, he has Paulina Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's daughter following me around the entire time, which is great for like just the allure of the U.S. team, you know, and now only that, he's like he's our ace in the hole. Yeah. And then you got Deshambo, who is basically Happy Gilmore. I mean, on one of these holes, Titus, I shit you not, it's like a par four, four hundred and some yards. He has a driver. He's talking to his caddy, and you know he goes back to his bag and to get his three wood. Crowd boos. They're like, "Boo!" Should have gone for the green. Should go for the green. He literally stops down, tells the crowd, he's like, "Don't worry, I'm still going for it." And crowd goes insane. And he hits a three wood on the green. I mean, this, this is, the, this is the, yeah. It was like Happy Gilmore. Was that I mean, this, the
1: same one? Uh, is that the same time that he, he he drives the green and then grabs the putter and sticks the putter up before he as he's like walking off the tee box?
0: No, that was a different that's moment a different because that's how many times that he was driving the green. And like I watched, I watched in two thousand and four VJ Singh win the PJ Championship at uh, you know there and and, and just. Like watch how Whistling Straits dominated these guys and how impossible it was, and then you're watching DeChambeau, and he drove he, one of his drives is 417 yards. It's insane. That that is the length of a normal par four, and this guy's hitting his drive that far. But all that to say, it was just like a it was the most fun I've had watching you know a golf event in quite some time. I love the team. I love when when the team comes in, team play comes into golf. Um, You get to see a lot of different sides of players. You get to learn a lot about players. And, uh, you know, Deshambeau actually, you know, fell in love with this weekend. I I really enjoyed him. And um, Steve Stricker never won a major, a guy that should have won a major. And he said after they won the title, um, this was his major. And have you ever watched Steve Stricker? I mean, he's like the most even-killed, poised guy. I mean, you know, hard not to root for him. So for him to have that moment and have Freddie Couples and Davis of the Third, I mean, it was. It was a great nice. weekend for American golf. So shout out to nice, American dude. golf. Yeah. You, I, didn't,
1: I didn't know you were into it like that. Good oh, for I you. Mean, I mean,
0: I grew up, you know, playing in these tournaments thinking I was going to be, you know, something, but I'm nothing. And, uh, but it was good to see the, the young American guys get it going. You're
1: saying, you're saying Bry- the, the, the stars and stripes on Bryson's hat or chest or whatever else did yeah. for him. The same thing that they did for like Coach K, yeah, Kevin Durant,
0: it, it, LeBron, it does help. Kobe, it does help, like all yeah. these
1: guys that like you find yourself maybe not loving, and then you, you look up and they're leading USA to glory, and you're like, what, all right. What, I kind
0: of love you now. Well, it's like when someone's not on your team, right? Like Kobe, for example, you obviously have a reason to hate him because he's going to figure out a way to beat you. But when you are the U.S. and you know yeah. that, like, Kobe's just like another party, like, you know, it's like yeah. we had this killer over here and he's like not even like when you were watching 08, it was like, damn, Westbrook's killing it. You know, D, you know all these guys you're, like going through them or 2012, whatever year it was when all, everyone was out there. But then it was like, oh, wow, we got LeBron and Kobe, like, <laughs> hey, Carmelo? like oh my God. You know, yeah. it's like that That was how it felt when I was watching the golf. It was like, I'm watching, you know, Justin Thomas, and then I'm watching Jordan Spieth. And you're like, dang, you know, those are our two best guys, you would think. And then like, oh, my God, we got Shamble, Oh, my God, we got Dustin Johnson. You know what I mean? It, it, would, it was just one of those things where we had so much talent that it hasn't felt like that way. And a lot of I young have, talent. So I have this gripe with the Ryder Cup,
1: though, is that the, the lead up is not as good as it could be. Like there, yeah. there's not enough. The Ryder cup feels like, like, first of all, it's the best event in golf. No question. By far, it. by yeah. far. It's, it's from both how the players, both the format of it, the, the, how much the players are invested. Like, I, I'm sure you saw the the clip of Rory McIlroy crying about losing. Yeah. And I was like, I Oh my God. This is, yeah. Insane. It's great. Um, to, to the fans, the, the, the way the fans interact with all these guys, it's 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 the best of it in golf tape. But the problem yeah. is, uh, I almost I don't even know what's going on until it's like the day before. Yeah, and I think it's like that, and the uh, I I find and. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it. like, but the writer cup, like everybody's into it. When it starts, you're watching it. Then you become an expert. It's this, I, I figured it out. <laughs> it's the writer cup and the Indy 500 are the two events where like my sphere of people, my friends, my family, whatever, um, they know nothing about it. They, they, they don't know really when it is. I mean, the people from Indy that are my friends, they know when it is, but uh point is, um, when the event starts, you, suddenly all these people become experts and they <laughs> yeah, have like, yeah, they yeah. have like the strongest takes on everything. And they're like, the d- Scott Dixon is not running fast. And I'm going to tell you why he's not running fast. Cause you know, yeah. they, they, they tweaked his car and they did this during practice. And like, that's how people talk about the Indy 500. I'm like, did, yeah. did you even know what the qualifying grid was before the race? And like, absolutely not. No, so I feel the same sort of vibes with the Ryder cup. where like last week. I, f- I don't know a single person that was talking about the Ryder cup, in the lead up to the Ryder cup. And then suddenly it starts and it's like the biggest event on earth and rightfully yeah. so cuz it's awesome but like why why we we should be maybe we are but it's just not, it's not getting to me i guess is that what what's happening like well, we should be well, spending like only, a month like hyping it up and like
0: it's always been know. the problem it's always been the problem and this is i i think a little bit of like you know i <laughs> i feel very bill simmons the tiger woodsification of our of our golf world where like tiger was this, you know, we only cared about Tiger's chase for 18, right? We're going for 18 Mm -hmm. majors, 18 majors. And so when he would go to the Ryder Cup, Tiger did not thrive from the start at the Ryder Cup. You know what I mean? And he actually struggled at times. I remember one time they paired him and Phil together to play four ball together. And it was alternate shot and it was miserable literally miserable like the two of those guys they they wanted to fight each other you know what i mean so like and the europeans have always had this camaraderie about their group where it felt like we were always like a step behind them and they treated it like what you're saying they treated it like it was this most important event rory McElroy said he could give a shit about his majors he only cares about the Ryder cup that's what he said as he was crying <laughs> but think about that like that's how much it means to the europeans to be a part of that team Ian Poulter never lost in singles. Like, he, he got the record, held his record this week, you know? That that was, like, a big thing for all the Europeans. The Americans have never had that. We've always had, like, um, it's about me, it's about me, it's about me. This was the first time that I felt like we came into the event. We made it about us. We made it not to be a punt, but, like, we made it about U.S. Yes. We made it about the team. And, like, Brooks and Bryson got over their BS. In fact, Brooks and Bryson almost played together. Brooks asked to play with – the best thing that Brooks did all weekend was apparently he asked Stricker to play with Bryson so that, like, it was like a mental thing to kind of throw the Europeans off, right? He was like, "If we come out and we play together, like these guys are going to be tripped out because they they know that like we we could care less about like our independent our own. Let's go, you know what I mean? And that that yeah. was that was the first time I felt it be like that for the U.S. And, and I think it kind of shook the Europeans because that's always been their thing. They're like, "This is our this is our team. This is like what we do it for." And and we stole a little bit of their gusto for once, which was nice. I love it. Yeah, it was I good. love it. So I shout for the Ryder Cup. I, the, the Ryder Cup's back is what you're telling me. Yeah. The Ryder Cup. Yeah, it's we, it's, we might get stomped in Europe the next time around. I've been no. waiting
1: for this though, dude. Because I thought the, the I, I've complained on this show and other shows and and in my private life. I just like I, <laughs> I've, I've been complaining a lot about the the loss of patriotism in sports. Yeah. And 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 it, we've run out of American teams to cheer for because I mean I think we I did the rant to you at least once or twice where. Um, all, all the, the teams, Olympics, yeah. yeah, all the teams that are great, we expect them to be great, and when they win, it's like thank God they won because we needed, you know, like <laughs> that's that's it's almost a relief more than a celebration. And then the teams that aren't great, we don't even know or care or watch because like why we're not bothering with teams that aren't great. Yep. And we 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 needed a team that meets the sweet spot. Maybe I'm that's it. You. Maybe I've been waiting on this the whole time in the I'm Ryder Cup. You. It's a shame I didn't watch a lot. We're of it. young. <laughs> we're young.
0: I mean, we got time. That's the best part about it. And like yeah. the old heads, like. How could you not love Fred Couples? How could you not love Davis of the Third? How yeah. could you not love Steve Stricker? Right. You know what I mean? Like there's just guy and Tiger. I mean, the I did Ty- love Tiger yeah. was very involved in this whole thing. Like Kepka showed some texts from Tiger, like congratulating him. You know what I mean? It was just, it was. I a love great the weekend. idea
1: of uh, it becoming more than just about the collection. I, I I love the idea of the team. I love the idea yeah. of uh, it not being about the individual golfers, but the I love Jordan was there and Ahmad Rashad. I love Stephen that, like, Curry. Yeah, I, I love all that. That this is like America as a country is rallying behind the yeah. one thing that has we we have had our differences as a country amongst each other for a very long time. We know that they're well documented. <laughs> they're they're ongoing. Tape. Yeah, but the ongoing. one thing all the one thing all of us in America can rally behind is beating the hell
0: out of those losers from Europe. Yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah,
1: whether it's war or golf. No <laughs> I right.
0: my my big my what we big, do best. My big pitch is the next time that it's in the U.S. We have it at Augusta National. Cause like what, what a bigger flight, what is there a bigger flight? Oh, maybe like St. Andrews. It's like St. Yeah. Andrews or Augusta national. Yeah. And the fact that like, I think that they should do that for the Ryder cup. Like when everyone's in their sweet spot, maybe the, not I the next a, time or the next time. I think, I think, Augusta.
1: I think we do that or we go the opposite and we play it at some like shithole muni and, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of nowhere Or we'll have the advantage. Cause and yeah. we get, and we just put together a team of guys that are used to playing with their shirts off in George's when they were growing yeah. up. Yeah. And it'll rattle. Like, like uh, the green is in worse shape than the, the fairway and the I rough. I think we is. go to Myrtle Beach. I think you're right. Yeah, I think we go, go to Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, beach
0: and, and we bring him there. We get uh, John
1: Daly in a, to, to be the captain. Yes. And uh, that's America, baby. That, yeah. that, Bubba that would get Watson those, and John Daly are our two captains, and we're in Myrtle Beach. Those pretentious European shitheads would have no idea what hit him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sergio Garcia would be so shook <laughs> <like> <laughs> at Patrick Reed Bob Watson,
1: John Daly. <laughs>
0: Honestly, that's oh, a good. Man.
1: That's a good team. All right, uh, I think that might be. Oh, Belmont to the Missouri Valley. Shout out oh, to wow. the Belmont Bruins. They uh, they they have joined the Missouri Valley Conference. They are no longer in the the Ohio Valley. They were in the Ohio Valley. They, yeah, they, Ohio they upgraded Valley. OVC valleys. to
0: NBC. Yeah, they yeah. went to a
1: different valley. I went to a, a bigger, better valley. They uh, <laughs> didn't even mean for it to be like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: bigger and better. <laughs> uh yeah belmont has moved on my dad uh i i reached out to him for comment as official comment because i've had people asking me what my dad's thoughts the 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 Mm. belmont super fan bill titus what are his thoughts he said i love it and i I said why do you love it dad he's like i'm not really sure why but i love it uh, they're they're now in the same conference with indiana state so my dad is excited he goes i'm gonna go i get to go watch him play in Terre haute now this will be great i get to watch i was like dad if you're still cheering for belmont like three years from now, what are we doing? Like, what? <laughs> I thought it was a flash in the pan thing, but he's it's apparently not. They, they got him, dude. They sent him that gift package with the handwritten note from the coach and a, a quarter zip with the
0: Belmont <laughs> logo on it. My dad's like in Yeah, now. I mean, the last time I was at your house, your dad had the Belmont, Zip Dude, he on. wears it all the and time he'll, he'll send me like pictures talking to me about belmont basketball as if like he was like getting me up to speed on it. he's like take now take uh, let me tell you about a program you need to look up <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'll send me pictures of himself like holding his grandkids my niece and nephews and it has nothing to do with like what he's just sending me a picture he's just like look what your nephew did and he's wearing the belmont quarters
0: zip. Yeah. he wears it all the time so. yeah because anyway. he's on staff i mean that as that's yeah same. i think he is on staff yeah that's good
1: so Belmont is bringing uh, the the brand of basketball that my dad loves yeah. to uh, to Missouri. Dallas. As soon as college
0: basketball is dead, Belmont brings us back.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, that's it. Uh, the only other thing I want to say is um, Jim and I and 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 Charlotte and the rest of the uh, Dos Equis college football mm-hmm. road trip tate, We are taking our our crew this Saturday. To Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for a night game.
0: Night Who game. Do they L- Who does
1: LSU play? Uh, LSU Auburn. So,
0: oh, that's a win. I'm that's putting out the w. call
1: on the off chance. I know we shit on, uh, shit on LSU and we'll wait a lot on the show, but on the off chance, there's some LSU fans that listen and, uh, Wanna come hang out? We will be there all weekend. You can come
0: say hi to Wow, Jim. You're we're, going, we're the you're going to Ben Simmons territory. You should you you know, know Ben Simmons. You should watch uh you should watch that documentary and then just go to places where Ben Simmons went. Like, this is where <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons yeah, yeah. hated going to class. This is where Ben Simmons hated going to lunch. Do like a whole documentary. <laughs> the follow-up to Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I did the tour of campus and
1: it's all the places that Ben Simmons is. That's Ben not Simmons. A bad Simmons idea.
0: Is least favorite Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, do you think
1: Ben Simmons has set foot back in
0: I, I, No, definitely not. That I, might I be the
1: question I ask
0: everybody: is like, how many times do you think Ben Simmons has been back since he left? I think oh, there's yeah. a chance that uh, Will Wade comes to see you. I really, not not that I have any I think, inside sources, but I, I feel like Will Wade, Will Wade is enough of a, a, smoo, a schmoozer to know that like Dude. it's not a bad idea
1: will wade yeah open invitation man I'm, yeah. I'm i'm down anybody listening have any inroads with will wade i would love to meet the guy i would love to do shit with him um yeah. i i would love to uh amplify his his gangsterness <laughs> in any way i can excuse me coach. <laughs> how help. do i
0: amplify your gangster <laughs> <How do> I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but yeah we're, we're gonna be at lsu so uh if you're if you're a uh, uh, someone of uh how do they say it? if you're a tiger i guess would be the mm. if you're a if you're an LSU person, um yeah. come on come A on. Bayou A Bayou Bangle. Uh come say what's up. And if if and if you're not gonna be in town, at least uh hit us up. Tell us where we're supposed to go, what we're supposed to do, all that sort of stuff. And it's my first yeah. trip to LSU, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what what they got going You've on. You've never
0: there. been to Baton Rouge, right? This is I've the first, never yeah. been. To,
1: I've been to New Orleans twice, but never Baton Rouge. Never been to I uh and it's a I, night game. That's what I'm excited about, too. And yeah. It's a
0: night game. And, uh, I went to Baton Rouge. I was driving across the country to work for uh, Bill Simmons. And uh, my girlfriend, as we were in Baton Rouge, she decided... At about four o'clock that we were supposed to stay there that night. about four o'clock that day, she's like, "Should we just keep driving?" She's like, <laughs> <laughs> like "I've seen enough." Yeah, she was like, I'll, she was like okay. I'll be sure to incorporate that into the tour. This is where Tate's girlfriend said. time right? Let's just keep going. <laughs> Let's just get to Texas." Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> all right, uh, that's it. That's the show. See you guys uh, Friday, I believe. I'll be uh, I'll be in Baton Rouge. I'll, I'll give you the, uh, yeah, give you need, the scoop. Yeah, give,
0: give us the update on Friday. Yeah. We'll see. We'll Bye. see you on Friday. Perfect.